0: It is Thursday, June 30th, 2022, and this is Everything's Fine with Jenny Yang. It is your weekly sort of reminder to find joy in an unjust world, stories and essays from me. Thank you for listening. And this week, you ever find something lost? Oh, what a feeling. Back in March, I was squeezing in a networking event happy hour before heading to a comedy show. I was excited to finally see this group of people in real life for the first time since we all locked ourselves at home. I circulated from one end to another at this rooftop Hollywood bar. A woman in this new group I chatted up had an eye-catching gold necklace. It was so unique. I was like, ooh, may I ask where you got that? It's gorgeous. I love gold jewelry. Excuse me. And... As I said that, I instinctively reached for my own gold necklace, except it was gone. The group saw my face go from everyday ease to instant panic. Where's my necklace? Oh my god, uh, I'm so sorry to stop the convo, but I wore my gold necklace and I'm Chinese so that she was real gold and I cannot lose it. Everyone became concerned. I'm like, dude, sorry to bum everyone out. I will try to retrace my steps. They all looked around on the ground near us. Nothing. I was like, don't worry about it. Um, I'll walk around. Please carry on. (laughs) Honestly, this was not the time to turn a free cocktails event into where the fuck is my solid gold necklace. Are you sure you wore it tonight? Yes, I had it on, at least until I got in the car to drive here. My social media ass took a photo of my outfit, and I made sure that gold was shining. (sighs) The necklace was both The necklace was both valuable because it was meaningful to me and because that shit was expensive. My ass drove 50 minutes down to Little India, basically a.k.a. the city of Artesia, Um, just so I can go and get some 24 or 22 karat gold gear. I went down with my dear friend, comedian and writer, Shantira Jackson, because for the longest time, we were both like, we need to get us some gold, solid gold chains. This was something we wanted since 2018 when we both were staff writers for a late night talk show together. That was my first official TV writing job in Shantira's second. She was establishing herself financially, and I was able to stop the grueling stand-up comedy show touring and show producing that had been the backbone of my living. Being able to get that job and become friends through the experience was such a huge milestone for us. We vowed at that time that someday we will get enough bread to go and get ourselves a legit gold chain. And finally, during the pandemic, we made that a reality. Shantira was prepping her outfit to attend the Emmys for the first time as a nominee. And it felt right to mark to mark this other career mile. and it felt right to mark this other career milestone with the gold chain we had both wanted. So Off of a trusted South Indian friend's referral, we went to this smaller but highly reputable jewelry shop in Artesia and negotiated our way. What is wrong with my mouth right now? You do know that I do this all in one take, (laughs) and I do not edit. And negotiated our way to a couple of identical 22 karat gold chain necklaces. We commemorated that shit with a delicious meal and a full on photo shoot with our iPhones in the lush traffic medians in the center of the street see picture here. That necklace meant a level up to us that we've always wanted and finally had, and we were both no longer newbies and well along into our careers as professional comedy humans. Back to this rooftop bar. I went into search mode and let the event organizers know that I was looking for my necklace in case they managed to find it after I left. As we walked around staring at the ground, I tried to numb out the self-critical voices creeping in. Why did you not reinforce that soft-ass gold clasp? You knew that necklace had a tendency to lose its grip on itself. Thousands of dollars down the drain. You've never bought anything that expensive before. What were you thinking? I hoped for a glimmer of anything as we retraced my steps. Nothing. I told my partner, Corey, that that I'm going to prepare myself for heartbreak. What are the chances that someone in this crowded place would see a necklace and give it to the staff in this building of two bars and a huge restaurant? You could get hundreds of dollars at a pawn shop for this. The chances were looking bleak. We took the elevator down while I tried not to think too much about the loss. And as we made our way out of the lobby, we passed by two front desk hosts, a woman and a tall, dark-haired uncle-looking man in a black-on-black suit look. His earpiece made him look important and of the security staff species. I told them that I lost a necklace tonight, and it's a long shot, but maybe you saw something? Even before I finished my sentence, in one continuous motion, the security guy's eyes snapped to alert, he said, one second, and made a beeline to the front of the building. Not even a minute later, he walked back to us with a little pile of gold chain nestled in the palm of his meaty baseball mitt hand. The moment I saw the necklace, I looked into his eyes and tears just started welling up why am I crying? How is this necklace right here? Thank you so much. Oh my God. How did you have it? He said we found it in the street and saved it up front at the valet. I was in complete shock. I was ready to mourn the loss of my necklace, and I was kicking myself the whole way down to the first floor. But there it was, in the palm of this very honest man's hand. What's your name? This is amazing. I thought I lost it forever. Well, tears kept rolling down my face. He handed it to me, and it was really there. My necklace. He said, you are so sweet. My name is George. George. George, you don't know how much... I said through choked tears. I couldn't finish my sentence. He said this must have been so meaningful to me, to you. I'm so glad I could help. And him saying this made me cry more. Thank you so much, George. So I'm clutching onto this little pile of gold in my hands while we wait for valet to get our car. And I'm still dumbfounded. How did this happen? This could have so easily gone horribly for me. But instead, almost as soon as I realized it was gone, it was back in my hands. George is his name. We should thank George. I grabbed cash from my purse, and Corey was like, nah, that's not good enough. So he grabbed some from his pocket so we could double it. I went back into the lobby and handed George the cash. Here's something to thank you for everything. George, right? George. We will come back here and say hello. Thank you again. <clears throat> <clears throat> As I'm writing this story out for you, I am still in shock. Like, how? How in my good fortune was I able to recover this necklace? I'm the kind of person who has never put a lot of meaning in physical things, possessions, because for one, growing up in my household, we didn't have the means to acquire many material things, so why become a ca- uh, why become attached? But this necklace was one of the few things I had that symbolized something special. For a moment when I lost the necklace, I thought, That's why you don't get attached to things, Jenny, because they can be so easily lost or taken away from you. But somehow this necklace came back to me. I texted my friend Fazia, who was still at the event, to let the organizers know that George was a champ and that they had found my necklace for me. She said, this is truly one of the absolute best stories ever of recovery. This is a beautiful sign. I told her that I totally teared up when he handed it to me, to which she replied, there are good people in this world. You are not alone and there is protection for you and someone is watching over you. The moment I read those words, I thought about my dad and started to ugly sob. The grief over dad's death in November feels more like a distant hum now rather than a hard drumbeat, but the tender heart still comes out in strange times. I thought about all the times, even before my dad died, where I had been helped and protected when things could have gone so wrong in my life. Emphazia has an ability to reach right into your soul with her words, and damn it, she got me. I've learned my lesson. I thank the protection I've been given every single day, and I'll need to insure my gold necklace and fix that damn clasp. No more tempting fate and relying on better angels. My tired, pandemic heart can't handle the stress. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this, please share and subscribe and tell a friend or two about it. I hope I can share these stories with you to make you feel something and hopefully make you feel connected to whatever you might be feeling, you know, life. Okay, bye.